hello um, to whoever's listening. And uh, right off the bat, I'm going to say that this episode, it's, I'm not going to, I don't want to say it's going to be very, like, influential, like, religiously influential episode, but it is going to be talking about, like, the church and, like, religion-based things, um, and, like, more personal experience with religion and things like that, because that's something you don't want to listen to, then don't listen, you know, because it's, this podcast was, I created it, you know, not to please people, but to just say things that I felt that needed to be said, you know? So, I was seeing um, on YouTube a YouTuber, like, that shared, you know, some of their religious, not views, but, like, habits that they do and, like, how they're getting closer to God. And I think, for me, there's very, like, because I'm christian if you put it in like if you put a label on it christian christian would be the religion i fall under right but i don't like to label it and it's it gets complicated but i'll try to explain it as simply as possible i don't i don't like i understand that there's different religions and i respect every religion in itself but my thing is I don't like putting a label on it because, I mean, with Moses, if you think about it, they believed in God, but they didn't call themselves Christians because, yes, in term, in like if you dissect the word, it means follower of Christ, which was Jesus, right? But it's like um, they believed in God and like they weren't called a specific religion. I mean, yes, mate, like. I don't know. It's it's just different. It's just I don't the way there wasn't labels back then. Like people just believed in the gods, and it wasn't a specific religion. It was just you believe in what you believe in, and that it, it is what it is, right? But now there's so many labels, and there's so many this and that, and so many religions. But I'm just like I don't I don't think I could put a label on what I believe in because what I believe in doesn't fall under only one category. I think I label it Christian because that's the closest that it gets to following those rules and those those morals and that base of what you're supposed to do. But I definitely, in the way I guide myself, I've had very different influences from other places. Because if you think, like, I think a lot about Jehovah Witness, like, Jehovah Witnesses and then... Um, what in Muslims and like Hindus and all those people, right? Like people who believe in Allah and Buddha. And so I I follow the moral path of a Christian, but the determination and dedication I've definitely been inspired more by Muslims and like Jehovah Witnesses because if you think about it, like it's the usually the people who are out there you know, flyers in the parks preaching, they're not Christians. They're usually, like, Catholics or Jehovah Witnesses or, like, you know, um, other religions that just not Christian. And I'm just, like, I don't believe 100% of what they're preaching, but I appreciate all the... I appreciate how strong their faith is. You know, like, people, like, with 9-11, people were, like, I can't, like, terrorists. I can't believe they did that. But I'm like, and from a religious point of view, I'm like, it's impressive. They Their faith was so strong that they, they truly did believe that crashing that plane and killing all those people would get them into what they would consider their heaven, right? 
So I'm just like, I don't agree with the way they show their faith and, you know, like, I don't agree with the way they worship, but I, I am very inspired by their, their, um, how strong their faith is and how dedicated they are to their religion. Right. So I'm just like, I think I grasp a lot of that. Like I, at least I hold that as a goal to one day be there and how strong their faith is and how dedicated they are but just apply it to my beliefs, right? So that's why I've taken a lot of things from different religions and just tried to apply it into how I live. Because I haven't, I've never seen a Christian say, yo, like, I killed myself because Jesus wanted me to. You know, like, I don't think any Christian would do that. But it's just, and not because, like, we know it's, you know, you kill yourself, you go straight to hell. Like, not because of that. I mean, because I, I just really don't think they would. I just don't think that, and this, I'm not speaking for every Christian out there, but just the ones that I've encountered and that I've met. I just don't think their faith spread, or I don't think their faith is strong enough to that point. Because if I think about it, like, how many of us, you know, we had a gun to our head and like people like Christians specifically, you know, like we're, we say we believe in Jesus and he's our one and only savior, but say there's a hundred, I, I think only 10 of those, uh, like 10 of the, 10 out of the a hundred are really like truly dedicated Christians who live and live by the morals and live by the rules that God wants us to. And I think, um, because if all those a hundred people, like if they went to a country that it, you know, you would get killed for being Christian, you know, put a gun to their head and 90% of those people will definitely renounce Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And that's a very few who would really die for his name, like in his name, you know? And that's crazy to me because then it makes you, you have to put yourself in that position. Am I just saying that I'm Christian or do I truly believe that in my heart, I like I know where my heart is and I know what I would do if I was in that position. And it's hard to put yourself in that position, but it's something you have to think about because I think that's how you know like you truly are, like your faith is strong. Because like like parents, parents would give their life for their kid in a heartbeat without thinking about it because their love is unconditional to their kids, right? But that same love, like that same degree of love and passion and that amount of um, heart emotions that you feel you have to also be able to do the same thing when it comes to God if you do say you are a Christian because that's what your faith and your hope and everything you like stand by that's what it's dedicated to the you know the thought that Jesus will rise once again that he will come back you know that the trumpets will blow and it's just all of that you know like angels and all of the prophets, you know, and it's just those things that we believe in. It's just, I think faith is really tested in hard times. And I think that's when many people fall because I mean, and I'm not playing a saint here because I've been in like those situations. I know, I think I've had a really rocky road with my faith. I've always known what I believe in, but I've always found it hard to justify it in my head, you know, because for sorry for the music in the background like I really don't know why my parents are playing such loud music 
I don't know. You probably, you guys will be able to hear that. I'm so sorry. But anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Because, like, for me, when, um, oh, this is so distracting. Because for me, when my mother died, um, I, like, when she was in the hospital and she was, you know, like, on the, what, like, life machine, breathing machine thing, like, the machine was technically the only thing keeping her alive, and I remember I would pray and pray every single day, you know, and I just felt so helpless and so hopeless, and I just thought that, you know, like, in my mind, I would say, if there really is a God, and if he really loves us, then he wouldn't take my mom away from me, like, how could someone who preaches love and who stands for love, like, take away the thing I, I love the most in this world. But for me, it's just the fact that I thought like that was why I think prayers weren't answered. Because prayers are answered when you pray, you know, selflessly. When you don't pray for for per, for personal gain. And for me, I think, it's, it's hard to admit now, but it's just when you really dedicate yourself to God, you can't love things more than he like more than him you know you can't say the most important thing in the world to you is blah 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 like everything would be the wrong answer if it's not god you know and i didn't realize that until years later after my mom passed away and because for years i would question myself i was just like because I had always been told, like, keep in mind I was, like, 10. I was 10 years old at the time. And, like, at Sunday school, I had always been told, you know, like, the faith, faith is the strongest thing you can have. And with prayer, everything will be solved. But it's just, it's kind of like an imaginary fantasy that you're fed when it comes to religion. Because it wasn't always, you know, oh, things are hard, you pray and things get better. It's not like that. And I think that's a big misconception when people try to feed you a certain religion. They're like, here, we can help you. Here, we can solve your problems, blah, blah, blah. And that's not how things are. The way God presents it to us is just, yo, look, I had to suffer. Like, yo, they tortured me. They hung me on a cross. Like, yo, I got holes in my hands and feet. But you know why I did it? Because I love you. So God is like, yo, if I could go through all that pain for love, then you could go through not even half, not even a quarter, not even an eighth of that, just to show that you love me. Because, and it's true though, because for me, it's just, I, yeah, I lost my mother, and that was one of the hardest things I've ever gone through. But it's just, compared to everything he went through, it was probably nothing. It, it, it was nothing. It wasn't even a, an ounce of the pain that he had to go through, right? And you think about it, because he, like, Jesus was born in human form and like you know so when people say but he was God like you know it's different I'm like it's not different it would have been different if he would have came to earth in his godly form but he came in the body of a man of flesh and bone so every like people and I don't think people see that I don't think people people underestimate that people think just because he was Jesus son of God that to some degree, like, it was less painful or it hurt less, like, everything that happened to him. But it wasn't. It was even more painful because he knew all the power he did have, but he brought himself down even lower than us to show us that he loved us and that it was possible to do what he did. Because I, I, I'm not good with 
like, mem- I, I'm not good with memorizing scripture, but I'm pretty sure, because I read it in Spanish. I study in Spanish. I, I could never, I don't understand a word in the Bible if I read it in English, which is so weird because my, like, speaking Spanish, I'm just very terrible at, but I can read it and understand it very well. So I study in Spanish, and but I'm pretty sure in English there's a Bible verse, you know, um, it says he didn't, um, he didn't come to make the law, he came to um, fulfill the law. And then, um, and it just shows us that if he, because most people say, like, oh, I'm not God, I'm not perfect, you know? But the thing is, you can be. And it's so controversial to say, because people are like, no one can be perfect, only God can. But that's not true. Because if you think about it, God wasn't, or Jesus wasn't in his godly form. Jesus wasn't in his holy form. He was in a body, a human body made of flesh and bone. His body died just like we will one day as well. Yes, he, re- he, re- yes, he resurrected, but he resurrected. And when he was resurrected, he was brought in to a little closer to his holy form right so it wasn't the same thing and i don't think people realize that i don't think people realize that jesus was perfect and he abstained from sin and temptation and he did everything he did in a human body in a flesh and bone body in a flesh and bone capsule per se right and that was to show us yo i bleed I have knees just like you, you know, I drink water, I eat bread, I feel pain, I cry just like you, you know, and that, that's to show us. God felt in everything we do, or Jesus, I should say, sorry. Jesus felt everything that we do. Jesus, ha- Jesus has been there. Jesus is the one who can say he's been there, done that, because he has. He's been in a human body. He's been in human form. He's been in flesh and bone. He's felt all the emotions and he's felt all the pain, you know? And it's just to show us. It's kind of like him saying like, yo, look, I was in a human body and look what I went through and I was perfect. So there is no, there is no excuse. We have no excuse and we have no right to say, yo, I'm human. You know, I'm not perfect. We have no excuse. We can't say that. That can't be our excuse anymore. And that's one of the things I hear the most in, in, in any religion. Like, oh, God is the, like, Jesus is the only one that's perfect because he's Jesus, you know, like, obviously we're human. And I'm like, I agree with, you know, with the statement that Jesus has been the only one that's been perfect. But I don't agree with the fact that it's just like, oh, it's because he's Jesus and we're human. He was human too. He was flesh and bone and he bled. And he felt all the things we do, right? Like, for crying out loud, in Genesis, we were built in his image. Like, we were built based off of that, you know? And and it's just, it blows my mind because Jesus knew what he came to do. Jesus wasn't like, let me have fun and party and then do what my father wants me to do. Jesus was like, yep, I'm 30 years old and now I got to go and die. But before I die, let me show all these folks what, you know, what you can do if your faith is strong enough, you know. And that, I think that's why he came into the world the way he did, because he could have easily, like, 
God could have easily set another tree on fire and would have been like, yo, y'all got to like step up your game, you know? But he didn't. He sent his son. He sent his son in a very like humane form. And it's, it must have been hard. And it must have, like, it must have been at any point in time, God, Jesus would have been like, you know what? At any point in time, Jesus could have been like, hey, I don't see them changing. Like, dad, send some angels. I don't want to be in this pain anymore. Like, I'm going back home. He could have done that at any point in time. But he didn't because he loved us. And um, I just think it proved it. That to me shows that there is so much more that can be accomplished that we just don't accept, that we just don't want to accept and that we don't want to recognize because then I think it would really make us question, what am I believing in? What, what do I stand for? Like if I can't accomplish like a quarter of what Jesus did and he had all the same capabilities I did, like I do, because if you just think about it, he was just a man. Jesus was just a human. He was a man whose faith allowed him to do the things he did. You know, he made water into wine. He walked over water. But guess what? I don't... Was it Peter? I think it was Peter on the boat, right? Um, um... Yeah, it was Peter. I just had to confirm that. Because I don't want to say wrong things. So it was Peter. Like, Peter, Jesus walked over water, but so did Peter. And Peter was a sinner. He was a fisherman, you know, which in the time were considered the most, like, the most sinful people of all because they were said to be cheated on their wives and blah, 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 right? But Jesus, like, even if you don't believe, like, even if you don't see it the way I do, even, even if you're still that person who says, no, no way. Like, no way that's a thing. Jesus was Jesus, no matter if it was in human form or not. He was above all else. He is above all of us. But in that time, in that point in time, he was our equal. In that point in time, he put himself as our equal. And sometimes he even lowered himself. And I don't think we see that. And because Jesus walked over water, but so did Peter. You know, Jesus, you know, made the blind see again, but so did his disciples. You know, Jesus made the paralyzed walk. So did his disciples. Like everything Jesus did, like miracle wise, um, was all like the disciples in the, in the, in the book of Acts, they did as well. Not all of them, but most of them. And you could see the disciples did. And I think that's just another example of Jesus saying, look, I get it. You guys hold me to a higher scale. So yes, you know, and what is it? Um, Matthew, Luke, John, and what's the other fourth gospel? Um, it's, oh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, right? Like, those are the four Gospels, and in those four Gospels, you definitely see, like, the miracles, you know, Jesus, you know, did. But in the book of Acts, 
his disciples, regular human beings that like you that you know that the Bible says were sinners, like had sinned, didn't have a clean sheet of paper, and they still did those miracles as well. You know, they they made a blind man see, they made a paralyzed man walk. You know, it's they it's just what more what what other proof do you need? Like what other what other things do people need to see to realize that just because Jesus was Jesus doesn't mean that we can't do what he did. You know, I'm not holding myself up to his scale. No, I'm just saying that everything he did in his human form we can do as well. But we just have that saying in our mind, only Jesus was perfect, only he can be perfect because he's Jesus, we're human. I feel like if we go past that, then you would realize that, yo, I'm human, he was too. Like, I can't stress that enough and people don't see it that way. And I think I'm definitely the person that the church doesn't accept, not because I speak blasphemy because no like even i know like that would be crossing the line because blasphemy you know talking against the holy spirit is the only thing god does not forgive and it's written in the bible and i do believe you can read that in matthew um or it's one of, it's one of, it's one of the gospels but i do believe it's matthew he says like blasphemy is the only sin that will not be forgiven and i just think that if we like oh yeah, like, I'm just the person that the church sees as crazy or that the church sees as challenging God. But I'm not challenging God or Jesus. I'm not challenging his word. I'm challenging how you see his word and how you perceive it. Because I see it a completely different way, but I think it still abides what he wants us to do. Because in no way, shape, or form, I'm saying we have to try and be like Jesus. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that everything he did in his human form, we can do as well. I'm like, I'm like, and that's the point. He came to fulfill the law. He came to show us that it can be fulfilled. And I'm like, like, they say it. They, like, pastors and, you know, priests, they say it. You know, he came to fulfill the law, you know. You know, he wasn't, like, he had temptation, but he didn't fall into it. I'm like, oh, cool. So you're saying he was an example. So he wants us to, like, you know, follow in his footsteps and fulfill the law. And he's like, and then they're all like, no, but he was perfect, you know, and we're human. And I'm like, but you just said, you know, he came to fulfill the law and he's like an example for us and everything, you know? So it's just, those are, that's my issue. I don't, I'm not challenging his, the word of God. I'm not challenging, you know, what Jesus did. I'm challenging the way people now see it and the, the way they perceive it. And I think that's why I'm seen as the Ottawa now. I'm seen as the one who goes against the church, but I'm not. I, I want to see, I want to make the church understand that, not everything is as it seems. Not everything is obliged by the saying, Jesus was perfect and we're human. And, be- and because we're human, we're not. Like, we can be. So, like, a human, a sinner like me can be perfect one day. I just think that it hasn't happened because we live in a society where we've made it normal to be a sinner. We've made it acceptable to be a sinner. I think if we all just saw things differently and saw that like it is possible, maybe more people would push themselves and be more devoted. I definitely don't think the way we are now, we have the strength to ever be perfect. 
but I think it is possible. I just don't think we're there yet because of everything we've been fed for centuries and like the way religion works. I think because there is such an influential thing of the way we've been taught certain things, I think it would take years, millions maybe of years to finally get to a point where people could be like, yo, I'm going to be perfect. And that's not being cocky. That's just realizing that it can be done. And I'm, it, it's just, but I'm, when I say these things, I'm the odd one out. I'm the one who people see as a black sheep. I'm the one who people see as Judas. I'm the one who people see as Lucifer, you know? And it's like, I'm not trying to do that. I'm not playing devil's advocate. I'm just saying that there's another way of seeing and interpreting what the Bible is saying. I'm saying that not everything was made to shame us. Not everything was made to, like, see, like, not everything in the Bible was said for us to be like, okay, you know what, he's 100% right, and I'm wrong, I get it. Not everything in the Bible has to make us feel like shit, you know? And, like, I think that's what, like, pastors, I think, sometimes don't understand. Like, they preach love, and, and I understand that God is love, and they show a lot of love, but I don't think they know how to, like, besides... In the church, I think they mainly show, like, you got to repent or you go to hell and God is love. And I'm just like, but there's more to it. There's not just those categories. I'm like, it's such an, the Bible is such an in-depth thing. And it's filled with twists and turns and tunnels. You have to dig under the surface to really find things and really understand things. And it's just, it frustrates me, like, that... People are so stuck in seeing the things, like in seeing things the way they do, that maybe they just can't stop and think that yo, maybe this chick's got a point. Maybe like there's something else here that we haven't seen, and like maybe I am wrong, but it's just how am I supposed to know, and how am I supposed to have a second opinion, or how am I supposed to be able to like to express this with someone else? if they're not willing to listen to me. Like, every time I bring up the subject that maybe we can be perfect, too. Just, like, you know, like, maybe, like, Jesus isn't the only one who can be perfect. Just Even just saying that, they're like, oh, you're crazy. Like, don't even say anymore. Like, that's blasphemy. So how am I supposed to, like, understand and see if I'm wrong and, like, how am I supposed to be proven wrong if people won't even take the time to have an in-depth conversation to me about it, you know? And that's what I don't like. I'm just, like, I think pastors and priests just haven't found the skill set of being able to explain or like talk to people at least teenagers like at least me like I definitely I'm curious and I'm at the age where like I do question faith and I do question like my beliefs but not because I'm thinking of like not like I'm not like I'm not saying I want to be an atheist I'm just saying I'm curious. There's things that I want to know. There's things that, in my mind, my mind pushes to, you know, the furthest it can be pushed. Like, you know, I challenge it to, like, I challenge it, you know, and I challenge certain things, but, like, I don't cross, I, I never cross the line of um, saying something and then going against what the Bible says. I, I see what the Bible says and I challenge it the furthest it can be. You know, t- like I take it the furthest thing can be taken before it just becomes 
like a contradicting thing against the Bible, which becomes then blasphemy. So like, I know my limits, but like, I can't even push it a little bit further because it's right. Like it's not in the comfort zone of the pastor anymore. So I can't have that conversation with the pastor or like um, that he like a, like a Bible study leader, you know, or anything because they just, if something isn't in their comfort zone and something isn't like the way they've been taught it. And if it's, if they hear something that they've never heard before, I think they're just, they're not prepared to see it a different way and they're not willing to see it a different way. And that's my problem because I'm not saying what they're preaching is wrong. I'm just saying that there's more to it. And I think there's more that can be taught. I just think that what they have is the base. And I think we just have to build on it a little bit more. And I just, I have never been able to get a second opinion about that because no one's willing to talk about it. And it's not even like, I mean, if, if they think my thoughts on that is controversial, like that's just the beginning of it. That's the easiest thing on my list to talk about. Like other things are definitely more controversial that I won't get into right now, but it's just, I don't know if this makes sense to anyone, but it, just, it frustrates me that they expect us to, you know, they always preach, you know, oh, respect other like point of views and never be disrespectful and hear what they have to say. But when it's within their own church, they're like, no, dude, have you not learned anything of what I taught you? Like, you're wrong. You know, this is right. This is the way it's been taught for hundreds of years. And I'm like, but, you know, it doesn't make sense to me. That the philosophy doesn't make sense to me, which is why I don't base myself on a certain religion. I just, like, I definitely take, like, Christianity is, you know, would be the most similar to what I base myself on. But it's just not, I, I think there is flaws. And then there is flaws in every religion, and I know that. But I just think, it can be resolved, but they choose just not to. But tell me what you guys think. You know, am I crazy? Probably am.